Well, welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. This week, we're doing Skyfall, the James Bond film. I'm Dylan, and joining me as always are Ben, Zach, and Cam. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) He was so blunt and also, like, forceful about it. Hi. To kick things off and get everybody in the right mood, we're going to go to this week's cocktail, the Vesper Martini. Uh, The Vesper Martini was made famous by James Bond. It was invented by Ian Fleming, and it came in the book Casino Royale, which was published in That's why he's dead now. Yes. <laughs> him and Hemingway. That's the reason. If you if you're an author and you have a cocktail like that was yours, uh, you're well, dead. it's not because he made a cocktail. It's because he made a cocktail and it's four and a half ounces of pure alcohol, and that's it. Yeah, but back then that that's... was like water. Also, apparently, I read an article about this drink, and they were like, gin was made different back in the day, so that's why they add vodka. Is because apparently gin, I don't know why, but it was made a little different back then when he actually wrote it so they actually added vodka to um to i think like maybe harshen it up i don't know honestly but Mm. to stiffen it up yeah you're right dylan that's why he died not because he that's why he's dead now not because he was born in 1908 but because he drank because he drank this martini (laughs) no no no, that was cam that's what i said that i will have you know that about hemingway because he would drink death in the afternoon oh sorry However, he did die actually relatively young. Oh, really? He died in 1964. So, uh, the cocktail's named for the fictional double agent Vesper Lind. Yep. Yep. Um, Bond uses these strict instructions to make the drink uh, three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kina Lillet. Shake it very well until it's ice cold, and then add a large, thin slice of lemon peel. Got it. Yep. That That is it. Uh, so, measures being, uh, obviously, an ounce in today's standards, I would say. Um, Back then, it was a I, gallon. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, call it the Costco pour. I took a sip off, uh, off recording, and... Uh, it wouldn't have made the show anyways because I was oh, hacking no. along. It absolutely would have made the show. We all uh, would have The audio would have been it. clipping. It would have been awful. Oh. No one would have liked it. Everyone would have enjoyed the response. Something I don't think we talk about enough in reference to James Bond is his clear alcoholism. If you've ever had one of these cocktails, it's clear this man is a is a raging alcoholic. I mean, oh, they yeah. talk about that in this movie that we'll get to. It's not enough. Nobody. They do talk about the <laughs> fact that he's an alcoholic and is addicted to painkillers. It's not enough. Nobody drinks four shots of something with a lemon peel in it and calls it a cocktail. Right. I don't even know what to call this. I mean, that's not true. Because, like, is, for, is an old-fashioned right. a cocktail? It's, it's, it's literally right the old-fashioned cocktail, right? Like, I believe yeah. it's four and a half, because isn't there also a half ounce of the... Yes. Of like a uh, vermouth, basically, like a yes. So four and a half ounces of alcohol. I mean, I mean, it's better than the Goodfella, which was like just all alcohol. alcohol. There was nothing even remotely non-alcohol in it. So I'm gonna be honest here. Like we we did, I think a martini already. We've done a few variations on like martinis. I wasn't here for it, but I know you guys did a martini when you did. No, we did a Moscow Mule. No, we did did from Russia with the love. 
Oh, you did? Yeah, because oh, yes. it was the Russian Because we were saving the martini, sort of. Um, and so we, uh, this is like We've the done other one before. Cocktail, oh, you know you what know? it was? It was the Jack Nicholson. That's what it was. Right? The Robert De Niro. Oh, oh De Niro. Yeah, That's what it was. De Niro. Yeah. It was Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver. Yeah. Yeah, that he, was pretty much has like... A, there's a, a martini, martini he drinks. That's that also bad. You, you like soaked the lemon peels, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I gotta be sort of... honest. I don't know what I'm gonna do with a with most of a bottle of Lilith Blank, because uh, it's uh this is a rough drink to drink. This is rough. Um, I mean, you make a bunch of them and then you just <laughs> have one really really good night and one really really bad day after, where you save the world. I mean, just put it in your fridge and uh, use it as a like blanc vermouth. Whenever you make no. something that requires that, yeah, or just for all you my know, vermouth. like Zach said, pound them continuously and have no one at MI six talk about your alcohol problem. Or you won't make it to the end of the podcast, and you'll just fall off your chair, <laughs> and someone will find you the next day. Yeah. Someone will send a text to your friends at two a.m. Oh apologizing. God. The comment on liquor.com says, "Doesn't take much to get drunk on this four and a half ounces of booze." Wife and I each had two glasses and got plastered. <laughs> I mean, that's eight shots, essentially. You know, like, that's not... That's a lot. What was the time frame? That's what Bond, I want to know. Bond had six of those bad boys on Quantum of Solace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that... Did he really? I don't remember yeah, that. He was at the bar, and uh, they were asking him on the plane, he was like, what do you want? And he's like, I'll have another one of these. How many have you had? This is number six. Oh, jeez. I've got to be honest. So we've we've done the other things. This was like the next Bond cocktail. Yeah. Um. To be honest, just pass. <laughs> it's it, it, look, it is if not this is, If this is what it takes to be a double O secret agent, I don't have the medal for it. I'm just gonna say it. So here's the secret. I I had to randle this one because I didn't have <laughs> Lillette. but I it said the recipe Dylan sent said aperitif, uh, and I had aperol, so I substituted it. Let me tell you, this shit slaps hard. It's t- it's wow. fucking tasty. We found. I, I recommend we're having two different cocktail it, experiences. With give it like a shot. A give it a shot and get back liquor. to me and be like, "Wow, that half ounce of liquor, man, Ben, you were right. It makes it sweeter and m- so much more bearable and not taste disgusting." You could make a Vesper Martini. The show notes will have the recipe and some links to Drizzly and Caskers where you can get. Some gin, some vodka, some Lille Blanc to deliver directly to your door. And then go watch Skyfall. It's on Hulu as of recording. And you can get ready for No Time to Die. That is it. No Time to Die, the 25th James Bond movie. They always have like those crafty titles, you know, like. I love this title. It's just so like vintage Bond. I don't Not know. just the title, but the title card. Yes, everything the about posters, their advertising has been vintage Bond. So, it's awesome. Yes, I love it. Yeah, yeah, with him like in the pose with like the with the gun barrel. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Ugh. I'm hyped. I'm hyped for this movie. Oh yeah, I already ordered tickets. I'm going to see it Thursday. It comes out, so you know, report back. I'm see not. If it's good. I'm not that hardcore. But <laughs> I will go see it. What What day is that? I don't like know. The first buddy. week of October. Uh, October eighth. Yeah. Uh, Skyfall is a 2012 spy action adventure thriller. Currently sits at a 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, directed by Sam Mendes. Written by Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, John Logan. Starred Daniel Craig, Javier Bardem, 
Naomi Harris, uh, Judy Dench. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his name. Ralph Fiennes. Rafe Fiennes. I think. I don't know I don't how know. to pronounce it. Rafe. Not Ralph. I, That's I, definitely Ralph. It's Ralph. Yeah, but he's European. I think it's Finney's. Ben I, Ben Wishaw as Q. My boy Paddington Bear. <laughs> Um, I'm looking so up how to is, say Ralph. It is Rafe. What? It's Rafe. Suck Sons? it, bitches. Somebody Learn tell how to pronounce people from uh, Europe. Really? And it's he's Finney's. He's English, right? He's an English actor. Yep. Rafe Weird. Finney's. What is like? Wh- wh- where's like his origin? Uh, like? yeah. I mean, whoa. His name. His full name is Rafe. I guess Nathaniel Twistleton Wycombe Fien- Fiends. His name audience. is long as shit. He's English, Irish, and Scottish origin, so it must be like must either be Scottish, Scottish or Irish that like it, it's probably that Scottish, he, would be my guess. Yeah. Brings in that interesting uh pronunciation of words. Also shot by my boy Roger Deakins, which uh man, this movie is just like this is like Roger Deakins is just like showing off um <laughs> yeah like the cinematography is gorgeous that was the highlight of the film for me um that whole scene where he's on the um uh like that skyscraper in is it shanghai yep with, with all the lights with all the yes and there's like that billboard across the way yeah. like doing the <laughs> the, yeah. L- the led screen yeah i was like oh my god what is this uh, fighting in silhouette oh man that's great Beautiful. yeah it was very cool all the natural light like Every fucking light in this movie, you could see it in the frame. Like, it's all practicals. Yeah. Man, love, love, love Deeks. Uh, it won two Oscars. Best Achievement in Music, written for motion picture for uh, Skyfall by Adele, which... That makes sense. Straight banger. It's a banger. It's, it's definitely a top three James Bond theme. Oh, it's... Wow. I would say I mean, it's, I don't it's know. gotta be up there. I mean, I don't... I'm not gonna sit here and say it's, like, the best, but it is, like, top three for sure. I would like, say it's better than, uh, didn't Sam Smith do the... Well, okay, the I'm not talking one? about that. But, like, Paul McCartney and Wings did Live and Let Die, and that's a banger. Uh, obviously, Adele did this. Cam's waiting for the Billie Eilish one. Uh, no, no, wasn't that Spectre was Billie Eilish, or is that Sam no, Smith? No, Billie this one? Eilish is doing No Time to Die. Oh, Sam Smith, okay. I, she, wasn't, Spectre. she wasn't out, I don't think, when Spectre came yeah, I think Wink, uh, Gladys Knight did License to Kill, which I don't remember, but would probably be good. Duran Duran did A View to a Kill. I'm just saying there have been some... Tina Turner did Goldeneye. I'm just saying there have been some really good Bond themes throughout the years, you know? It also Apparently, won Best Achievement in uh, Sound Editing. Let's see. Um, it tied with Zero Dark Thirty, I guess. What? Weird. Um, and it was nominated for Best Achievement in Cinematography for Roger Deakins, Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures, Original Score, and Best Achievement in Sound Mixing. Also, if you're curious, or if you like uh, Kanye West music, Dylan, you can mute yourself. Um, Kanye West uh, sampled a James Bond song, Diamonds Are Forever, on one of his other songs with Jay-Z, I think. So, there have been, a, like, the Bond music has just been... Uh, pretty influential so what won what won the year that this movie was nominated for the cinematography stuff this would have been in 2012 life of pi okay 
Fuck off. I don't know. I think this movie should have won it. This Wasn't movie's cinematography. Alive, like, all CGI? A yeah. lot of it. A lot of it was. I'm just saying. Except the tiger. I don't know if a lot of, of this. <laughs> the shots of this. The shots in this movie are fucking gorgeous. Right. Like, from and the I, jump. And I know it's not in the same category as cinematography, but they built that entire house just to blow it up and use it later. You know, like that entire. They built that to blow it up. It, like, in the English countryside. And so that was all real. Like, it wasn't no CGI or anything. They had, like, that was literally just, like, on fire. Yeah, they really murdered dudes with screws. They really <laughs> killed them. Light bulbs. They really, okay. It was real shotgun shell. <laughs> Dude checks in with his agent. Um, what does it say in my contract? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just have to take some screws to the foot. That's all. And face. Oh. Also, you have to take some shrapnel from chandeliers. That'll be fun for you. Skyfall really had to put a bunch of money on this insurance policy. And <laughs> they were kind of hoping the movie would just bomb so the insurance would pay out a ton and they'd never have to worry about it mgm really fucked up i hadn't seen this movie before zach you hadn't seen this no i had this was the first daniel craig james bond movie i've seen wow. and the other two are like bond aficionados apparently well, i think aficionados a, a bit a, of a stretch a for me lot, but but yeah i've seen a lot of them i've seen i've, I've seen yeah. some of them and i know i know more about the movie's like, I haven't seen a lot of the middle ones with, like, you know, like, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, but I know a fair amount of the, Timothy like, Timothy Chalamet. Lore. He was just M1, right? He was only M1? Who? Timothy Dalton? Dalton? He was in two. No. Timothy Dalton oh. was in two. George Lazenby was in one. Yes. He yeah, I used to watch the old ones with my dad, Because like so basically, most of those. If I remember correctly, it was Sean Connery and then Lazenby, and then they had Sean Connery come back again after after Lazenby. Uh, and then they had Roger Moore, then Timothy Dalton, then Pierce, then Daniel. Roger Moore, great James Bond, but it got creepy when it he looked super old and the and women the Bond did not get older. Like, yeah. And it was like, this dude looks like these women's grandpa and he's about to try and bang him on a yacht. So maybe this is getting to the creepy <laughs> point. That's what uh, he I mean, loves Daniel's about James there. Bond movies. He gets older, but they stay the same age. Daniel yes, is getting up there in age. He's Daniel's getting up, there, getting up there, but he's also walking away after this last one. Right. They've also they've also scaled back on the creep factor for sure mm -hmm. in the Craig movies. For There's sure. a lot more consent in these movies than in previous ones. Oh yeah. Well, not so much that like I don't know like you obviously know the the Bond girls coming, and in this one it was like like a super quick thing, and I was like I was like okay. All right, and then she's like immediately shot in the forehead. Also, she didn't have some weird sexual, hypersexual name like Pussy Galore. <laughs> Dude, I've seen I've seen From Russia with Love and Spectre. Those are my two Bond movies I've seen, well, and this now. Well, those are I don't like oh. James Bond. <laughs> I'm like, you suck. I'm gonna like. It's just not. It's not for me, man. Uh, I think you should give Casino Royale a shot. The new one. I've, I've, just, I've, I mean, I've seen it, the chair scene. I I know like that well, bit, but it's not, like that's not my okay, favorite that's part of the movie. Like the worst part of the fucking movie. That also happens. Oh, oh, like okay. Oh, the movie. The, the chair, like two, the chair not, scene where he's I'm getting whipped on the rest in the of the movie. Really sets, the movie's like also two hours long, and that's like at the like hour forty mark. Okay, Bernard is in it from Westworld. Like that's like let's like near the end of the movie. You know, like that's mostly not the movie. Okay, but I'm not. I'm not saying like. Oh, I don't need to watch the movie because I've seen the chair scene. I'm just saying, I've seen enough Bond in those three movies to not like what it is. 
I don't know. It's literally just the same fucking formula every time, and I'm over it. (laughs) Boo. Wrong. This he's got he's got plot armor for fucking days. He's gonna drink some fucking martinis. He's gonna bang anything with a vagina. And then James Bond dies twice the, in the, the first twenty minutes of this movie. Well, and then what do you the mean guy's going to capture him. Once. Give Full his big dead. speech. <laughs> He's going to give his whole speech about like I'm a villain because mother was mean to us and she, <laughs> I was expendable to her, so I'm going to come get her. And then let's that's Bond gets fucking this, out of there instantly. Like this like, movie and maybe one other. Dude, this is where one other that. One? That trope is literally from James Bond. Like the, oh, the I'm going to explain my entire evil plot, and you're going to get away right after this. Like that is a there's James a couple, Bond trope. There's a, there's a few like formulaic things you could say about James Bond. I don't think they're what you said. I would go with more like it's going to be like a cold open, and then a ten minute car chase, and then we're going to get a the ten intro. minute intro song. And then <laughs> well, the songs are usually good. That's not true. Casino Royale starts, but with no, that's not Casino Royale. Which one? There's a James Bond movie that actually starts with driving. <laughs> I think that's Spectre. No, oh, maybe Spectre does, but there's another one. It's a there's a Pierce Brosnan movie that starts. Oh, it's in the, um. Oh my God, the one that came out with Halle Berry in it. It was his. Is like, it that one? one. Diamonds are forever. Another day. Die another day is the oh, is the Halle day. Berry one. Uh, it's a one where he's like driving a in a red. Cars. I thought it was older than that, but maybe it it's might that one. be. Oh no, Goldeneye starts with him driving in the red car. Yeah, it's that one. I think it's Goldeneye because he drives with no, a woman tomorrow, in a red car and freaks her out. Yeah, like, while tomorrow he's driving, never he's driving it erratically. Tomorrow never dies. Also has a bunch of cars, but that's because it came out right at right around Fast and Furious, and uh, they really wanted to capitalize on that. To be fair, I love the Bond cars. Like one of my favorite video games as a kid was literally it was a James Bond racing slash like demo game like it was literally like you didn't play as the the spy you played as like well i guess you played as As him but he was driving his car it was cars the video is an anthropomorphic car (laughs) (laughs) no but you would drive his car and it had all the gadgets you know it had the guns and the oil slicks and it was sweet it was an awesome like twisted metal but it was you know it actually kind of it wasn't so much the arena vibe as twisted metal but it was kind of like in that vein where you'd be escaping or chasing set down someone or whatever, and that you'd use your guns so and gadgets. I feel like I played that game, too. It's on PlayStation 1. Yeah. Uh, so this one is where James Bond fights the bad guy from No Country for Old Men. Yep. Yes. That's how you remember this one. Yep. I didn't it's recognize it. him at first, and then I looked it up later, and I was like, oh, that is the same guy. Granted, I've never seen that movie, but I do know what he looks like. Yeah, Good but movie. He's, I mean, he's definitely a lot different in this movie than he well, is. Well, of course. He talks yeah. a little bit more. I love his... Uh, He's got that weird fucking prosthetic he pulls out of his mouth. <sighs> that was so gross. That was disgusting. Mm-hmm. It was like part... Uh, it had to be partly faked because like... Well, of course. Because like, well, it, like, it had the metal yeah. plate yeah, to like, like, lift like, up. When he pulls his well, jaw no. down, it like... <coughs> like Another fucked up contract. You can see right. him <laughs> on his face. We have yeah. to take out like part of your cheekbone actually for this movie. Is that okay? We'll put it back after. Okay. I understand. I'm no, I'm saying. just doing a call. We're doing a callback to Zach's earlier fucked up contracts, where someone has to literally get like shrapnel put in them, blasted in them. Dude looks like uh, Rami Malek playing Freddie Mercury with them fake ass teeth. Oh man, <laughs> just the just the weirdest looking Bond villain though. I feel like oh, like, I know. with like the, be- uh, the bleach yeah. blonde hair and he like, looks odd. 
and he's like very like, like soft-spoken but but not a thick eastern european accent that's what makes this one different that's true a lot of the bot especially in like the 90s and 80s a lot of eastern european people well let's be fair in the 80s every village yeah yeah i mean i'm not eastern saying european. that's i'm not saying Hans that that's Ruber. specifically bond yeah like but even in the 90s there was a lot of that well so last week um you know, Ben had his little thing about how it was interesting that Catch Me If You Can was the anti-Rudy. I found it interesting <laughs> that this week we got another story about rats. Because in Catch Me If You Can, uh, two rats fall in a, a bucket of milk and one churns its way out. Oh, yeah. And I'm right. that rat. And in this one, uh, Javier Bardem tells the story of uh, an island infested with rats. And uh, basically you get the rats to eat each other. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, then the two rats that are left just go eat rat. Yep, and then they're like, uh, they're basically like barn cats, but but rats. Yeah, yeah, it was fucked uh, up. That's I thought that was an interesting parallel, I guess. <laughs> that is, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, I don't know how I felt about that villain in particular. Uh, it's interesting because I, one of the things about this movie that for me it stands out uh, as opposed to other movies is. There's a lot of focus on James Bond's relationship with M, who most of the time does not focus on James Bond's long-lasting relationships in any of the movies. You know, like he's very, for the most part, I think it comes with the bravado and his, you know, the fact that he likes to like sleep with a lot of people. Um, it doesn't really focus on his relationships. It and in this one, it's actually, there's a lot of emphasis, which I think, which I find really interesting, um, on M and James Bond and their, their relationship, you know, to each other, um, which I think was really cool to see. Um, and then when I was looking up trivia for this, one of the interesting things is he, Judy Dench has more screen time in this movie alone than, um, I don't know, I'm going to butcher this name, but Desmond Lewin who played 17 movies as Q. She had more screen time in this movie alone than any of, like, combined of his 17 movies, which is makes Q her... or M? She, he was Q. He was the quartermaster. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, he was the original Q. Um, yep. And he tragically, I think, passed. He like, died, and then... Um, right after, right as they were making a movie? I don't remember, because they, um, they had John Cleese play Q later. Yes. Who is very similar in type. Old British white dude. I don't want to search Q actor because I'm worried I'm going to get a bunch of... <laughs> uh, a but bunch yeah, it's Desmond Lewin. About... And then my, my guess is John Cleese is right after Desmond Lewin. Well, the other Desmond thing I was going to say is like, it also like Lewin. goes a little bit into like Bond's background of like, yeah. that he was orphaned and like the whole Skyfall estate was like his yeah, family home and stuff. I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and see if they've ever mentioned him being an orphan or when that would have happened. Or I don't know. Because they, they did reveal a lot about who he is as a person before becoming a double O agent. Um, Which I think is a little bit more... In it makes the character more interesting, in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. in the essence of like James Bond, it's like, oh, he's he's just 007. Like, he's a number in MI6. And he's like yes. the ladies' man will die for his country do whatever but then it's also interesting to like see the human aspects of this like killing machine basically yeah 
I think I personally really like this movie. I mean, obviously, I do like James Bond movies, so like that's you know an asterisk on it. But I think this movie does a really, really good job at making. I know you said a lot about some of the tropes, and this movie, I'm sure, has some of those. Um, uh, he James Bond doesn't get shot very much, um, you know, across any of them really, and this one he actually does twice, uh, which is interesting. Um, but I need something explained to me about that, by the way. Everybody's bad at shooting except for him. No, There's no, nothing. No. Oh, about the death. We'll talk. Okay, we'll talk about how he didn't die later uh, <laughs> from that twice. Fall. Yeah, twice. Yeah, and so I think this movie does a really good job at making something at making a fresh James Bond movie that does some different things, but adds a lot of like homage to older James Bond movies. Like you have where he's giving him. Um, when he's giving him the gadgets. Yeah, he said we don't have exploding like, pens. Right. That's a Goldeneye reference. He's like, oh, we don't do we don't really go for the exploding pens anymore. Um is, or is man, money I, penny? Money penny is Money that Penny. A, that's a yep, a money call. penny. Yeah, money so that this is the movie they introduce Money Penny. Um this is the this is the movie where they establish a new M. They establish the Q. And man, when they when he pulled out the D B five, like when they got to that like barn or whatever, I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" Like it's just such a beautiful car. Horrible cool. gas, though. Horrible. <laughs> we we That's learned fine. that last week. That's fine. It's just such a pr- like the DB5, such a pretty car. That it's, was last week. Man, did they basically decide Casino Royale was a reboot to the lore because they kept M from right. from Judy Dench from movies previously? But now they've reintroduced a new M. They've brought in Money Penny, who was already a character. Or is yeah. it just supposed to be that like it's just coincidence that she has the same? No, name? I think I think it is a soft reboot. Um, I think Casino Royale is meant to be a soft reboot. In Casino Royale, he's not as an experienced. Like we kind of see him go through an arc where in Casino Royale, he's not a very experienced agent yet. Like I don't even know if in the beginning of the movie he has double O status yet. Um, That's how the movie opens. He gets double O status with his second kill. Yeah. Um, That's that cold open. Right. Okay. And and so, like, he starts fresh. But in Skyfall, he's more of an experienced agent who's trying to learn all these new things. Um, and, you know, there's the whole, like, theme throughout the whole movie a lot of the time where it's, like, sometimes the old things work, you know? Um, so in this movie, he's already pretty experienced agent because... You know, they're talking about you. Maybe you should have just stayed dead. You know, not many people get out this clean. Uh, we're trying to teach you new things. You failed your physicals, like all this stuff. Um, and so that's yeah. I think Casino. I mean, yes, they kept. I think it's very similar to how Suicide Squad's kind of a reboot. Like they kept some of the same actors, but it's not really a continuation of previous stories. Well, here's the thing: I always thought. I always thought, having not seen many James Bonds, I always thought it was like, James Bond is 007, and it was just somebody else taking over the the role of James Bond. Like, like we may change, like, actors, but that's like... Oh, James, that's like true. I always no, thought I James think... Bond was this person, or like, that agent, not... Like that person's actual oh. name, but no, I think it's I think it's to be interpreted where the double O moniker is potentially the fungible, and then but then they're the, that is his name. They're all James playing Bond. James Bond, like the human. Oh yeah. Well, he, I'm saying they, he is Jan- like he is yeah, the name. Yes. Like he is the person. Yeah. Double James Bond is the person, like but, agent. But but when there they, could be a different 007 
is what I'm saying. Yes. That oh, is okay. not James but, Bond. But the actual Daniel Craig's character's name is James Bond. Because when she goes to write the obituary, she writes it for Commander James Bond. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like James Bond is a square, but <laughs> 007 could be a rectangle. So no, I no, think no. what Dylan's alluding no, to is like, is like Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne is Batman, but like anyone could be Batman. Yeah. Anyone. So like Batman, I guess, or if, if someone were just like, I'm Bruce Wayne. Maybe Robin's and a better Batman. example. <laughs> yeah. Because lots of, well, lots actually, of people have had the Robin name, but it's yeah, been different yes. people. Like that's, I was alluding to like James Bond is like Robin, you know, where it's like, there's I don't four different so, people though. that play Robin in and Batman. But like, I don't, I don't think so. I think in the novels, it's all supposed to be. Well, it's I could all be supposed to be. But I think it's supposed James. to be one dude. Yeah. Okay. That, I could be wrong, that, but that I think sense. that's. I don't right. know. I that's just in what the, I always in the double O status. Like, like I don't know about the double O status that much. I think someone else could be double O seven if he retires or something like that. But I could be wrong in that too, or dies. <laughs> so like in the future. They could make a new 007 that's not James Bond that they give a, to a different actor. Like, if they wanted to continue the franchise without James Bond, which I don't know how well that would go over with the diehard James Bond crew, but... I think that's been one of the big conversations about introducing, like, a female lead or yeah. uh, casting someone, like, a, a male actor of color to play the character is, like people have thrown fits about like oh, how yeah. do you explain that james bond's not black it's like well you just like yeah he's not james bond he's just 007 or like dylan has alluded to james bond is just basically the alias that you assume when you become that agent yeah i think there's a lot of ways to do it daniel craig has been on a lot of clickbaity titles recently about this and i if you actually read it i actually like what he says is he basically says something to that effect where he's like i don't necessarily no i think you should make i think you should make characters specific for women i think it was especially on the topic of women playing james bond and he was like i think you should actually just make better characters for women rather than like gender bending oh, me, existing uh, characters give me a whole money penny movie dude she she seemed like a badass even though she she is yeah bond yeah, <laughs> <chest>. <laughs> can I, we talk about it yet no we're almost there i i will okay actually you know what we're going to skip past it because it's a, it's a giant conversation I don't want to get into about, especially in terms of like comic Comics, books and yeah. that in that realm of media about the ideology of creating new characters versus yeah. altering existing characters um, because it's a whole spiel and a whole right. big like I, 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 I do think into. they could make a 007 that's not named James Bond that could be played by a woman. I think making James Bond a person of color would be a less, well, I don't want to say less controversial change because I'm sure people will have their panties in a twist, but I think that would be a more like, you know, a more or less acceptable change because it's like, you know, it's still the same type of person. It's just different skin color. But I do um, think there's parts of James Bond's character that are a, like would be maybe against being a woman. I don't know. And I think that, well, I'm just saying, I think, they could make a character that would be better suited as a woman oh, than just man. like typing. What if they went what if they went even harder into the womanizer aspect and casted a woman as James Bond? That would be interesting. I get it's like a it's a it's a big aspect of our world today. This movie doesn't do too bad of a job. I hate movies with like hacking scenes. 
When Q is like going through the like hard drive or whatever. Yeah, and it's like all these like twisty things, and he's like, "Ooh, I see this and this," and then they like see some weird letter code on the side of the screen. That was a subway station. It's like, yeah, I. It is hard because I do feel like it's there's no there's no cinematic way to show a hacking scene. Ever show me a sweaty neckbeard in his basement (laughs) right right. Show me a neckbeard on a terminal window. That's pretty much what you would be looking at. You know. So you guys saying you want like I want Cartman from the World of Warcraft South Park episode. I mean, you want you want the diehard version, which is just Kevin Smith in a basement. <laughs> I mean, that's he what played it would the be. hacker in one of the die. Oh, was really? That's funny. A good day to die hard, or whatever the one before that was, the one that came out with Justin Long in it. And yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith. Oh. Kevin Smith plays the hacker in the basement. Oh, that's funny. And I mean, that that's yeah. Describes like what said, you're asking. There's for. not really, there's not really a cinematic way to show that. Which, yeah, I did to cringe a little bit at that part as well because I was like, this is, yeah, I ha- I have that same thing. Like in there's a very infamous scene in NCIS where oh god they're hacking they're just just (laughs) randomly clicking letters well they're hacking and so and she's like i can't get them out and she's like do you want me to help you and he's like she's like yes and so what do they do they they (laughs) one person takes over one half of the keyboard and the other person takes the other half of the keyboard and then they both are typing on their respective halves (laughs) of the keyboard at the same time And then everything goes black, and they're like, what just happened? And then the main dude comes up and like is like, yeah, I just unplugged it or whatever. It's like, oh, my God. What an awful scene for, like, oh, a and you know what the worst? You know what the worst part is? Is a bunch of old people that got hacked were just like, I know. Now that they're already into everything, I can just turn the computer off, and it's right. all better. Because NCIS told me so. That's how it works. If you turn off your personal computer, your network's safe. It's fine. Whenever something has to be, like, whenever something is done subtly, like this, a subtle action, but they have to take four minutes to make the scene and over-explain it, it's just a recipe for cringe. Um, In Casino Royale, they do the same thing, but they're explaining cards. They're not explaining hacking. It's like, oh, they checked. That means they don't have to bet. Until they go around the table and somebody decides to bet. Here's how we play poker. Like, uh... Yeah. Any yeah, anything where they have to explain something tech kind like I know it's not strictly technical, but some kind of technical thing to the audience in a it's so hard to do that, I imagine, in I get a, that you in have any kind to of fluid because, way. Because otherwise, like if yeah, you, people if won't you know. don't, people are confused. They're like, what the hell is happening? Right. It's like if someone hasn't played poker before, they're not going to understand what the hell they're looking at. For, especially because po- like that movie is literally like one-third poker. <laughs> can somebody explain to me how James Bond got killed twice All right, at the beginning? We, okay, we can talk okay, about the death. So here's my thing on this. Let's I talk think, about the death. I think he got the, the shot in the chest from the guy... On the train. Yep. yep. That's and right. I think when sh- I think when Money Penny shot, I don't think he was hit. No, I think he, he was. He just happened to How fall off get the train off? at the same time. But where No, because they mention because they mention a couple times, like they have that and this is classic bond but they have that like kind of flirtatious like back and forth about how she shot him you know yeah, it's super weird but where it's, was the what bullet? that's the rapport the between wound? them they're always flirtatious but they don't she, they, they never really do all anything. he said was like you hit a couple non-vital organs and broke four ribs no big deal so i think he did get shot in the chest 
Like, or sorry, hmm. in the because bu- up here is when he when he when he gets it out with the knife and he has them analyze yeah. it. Yeah, but I think the radioactive the bullet, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that that he had for a while in his body, and and he fell off the train, landed head first into the water. Zero yeah, percent we chance that, of survival. Yeah, when we were watching that, Mona was like, "At least he landed in water," and I was like, "Have you ever hit water from that high? It's cement." Like, there's I, no I mean, way. Depending on the strain. way you hit it, that was like, I mean, I guess, but he hit but it also straight with his height. head. If if you hit it from like a like a point, like that, you can break. Yeah, if you sh- if you shatter your fist. legs, I don't. So like, no. you can kind of <laughs> he break wouldn't die from that height. To break yeah, the plane. Dude, it was a hole. It, it was flat. flat. People people survive the Golden Gate Bridge. That's all the time. true. Yeah, some people some of them. It's like a big deal when they do. Yeah. Also, the other thing is literally like. I feel like, of people I feel like, but I feel like when, but those people are conscious. That's not a lot, Dylan. Those, that's not a lot. And those people are conscious. D- when James Bond falls off the train, he is unconscious, falling twice. towards cement. And he's been shot twice. Once with a radioactive bullet. Oh, you know, no, it's because when he fell into the water, he got saved by that giant hand that pulled him, you know? And from the credit scene in the beginning, yeah. they pulled him okay. down. Yeah, you know? pulled him further into the water into no, like I the think... sand vagina. Yeah, definitely saved his life. We're going to hit up some ads. We're going to come back. We're going to do some trivia. You, you know we love saving the turts. You know Cam hates fucking paper straws. Paper straws song. Song? Uh. <laughs> I will say that paper straw technology has improved since I last shat on paper straws. I have used a couple... Since I've been able to go out more recently due oh, to yeah. being vaccinated, and that's what they were uh, doing the whole time while we were inside, they're just inventing better paper straws. I have seen also not paper straws, but it seems like they're compostable plastic straws or something. Like you're talking about like the ones that are made different. out of like agave or whatever. I have no idea what the composition of these straws are. I'm just, <laughs> but they are different. I'm than not a straw expert. You but you're the expert, Dylan. But I do know a good glass straw when I see one. You know? Yes. I will say for those, for being at home and where you, you know, maybe you like straws in your fruity margaritas or you like straws to mix with your, you know, old fashions or whatever, you know, having these straws around the home is really nice. Not constantly like throwing things away or you don't have to keep buying straws all the time. Like you just buy a couple and then you're good. And if you want cocktail picks or muddlers, they have that too. There's many colors. He's getting into, like, designs. So, like, the pride flag. He puts it on, like, the side of the straw. He's got hearts. He's got critters. It's like you get a piece of art along with a straw. A little multi-use. Uh, oh, yeah. He has critter straws, which have... There's, see, a dolphin, a salamander. That salamander looks intricate. That is impressive. Grab some glass straws from Surfside Sips. Use promo code COCKTAILS AND CLASSICS, spelled out, for 20% off. We get a little kickback from that, and you get you get to save some money on some glass straws, and they should last you a long time. Dishwasher safe. They're pretty sturdy. Just don't uh, drop them on the floor like me, like a big idiot. And you have to buy more. <laughs> so anyway, uh, in this part of in this part of the the episode, Zach takes over, runs us through a, a trivia gauntlet, but curveball i really strap you down into a chair and beat the hell out of your balls with a rolled up 
Oh, we need no, to put in the a record ball scratch. Is, the curveball is I'm doing it this but week. This time, Cam's gonna ball. itch my balls with a rolled up rope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this. So, first question for you guys: We know that James Bond likes Aston Martin cars. How many different types of Aston Martin cars have appeared in throughout all the Bond films? Up to up, at least up to this movie, maybe even an Inspector. I'm not sure. Twenty four. No, different types. So yeah. the answers, your choices. Movies. Oh, your answers are uh, four different types, six different types, or eight different types. I know the answer. Okay. I'll give you a bonus point if you can name all of them. I can do that too. Okay. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, well, we talked about three last week. I'm going to go with the highest number, I think. Eight? Yes. Okay. Why I do not know. I just think maybe, uh, maybe some of the newer ones. You know, they were like, like a villain was also driving an Aston Martin or something. I don't. To know. get back at Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to spite him. I'm gonna say four. The an- the answer's the answer's six. Uh, Zach is correct. The answer is six. Um, <laughs> Zach, can you? How many of them can you name? The DB five. The the 9, the 10, the 12? So it's the DB5, the DBS, the V8, the V12 Vanquish, the DBS V12, and then the DB10. And as a fun bonus fact for you guys... I don't want that. The the next No Time to Die will be the first movie to have four different Aston Martins in it. Wow, going out with a bang. Yeah. This sounds like Kerry Fukunaga is like a... A fucking bond stand so this is like yes. his, like time to just go oh camp. man i hope so well it's no time to die on it Ooh. uh okay. do you guys want to hear a secret about that answer um sure. i i did not know the answer i just picked the ones you guys didn't choose oh okay nice i i doubt well, I, I figured you might have known since you had a question about it a couple weeks ago so i didn't doubt that you knew it have i won yet uh, <laughs> all right yes you have next question i have a funny way to phrase this question but i don't want to say it that way uh because i don't want to get canceled so <laughs> <laughs> no okay all right so the next question is we know that james bond has a lot of sex and that many actors have played james bond however um which of the actors that played james bond has slept with the most amount of women can i give you the answer now so no so the way i wanted to phrase it was which james bond was most likely to have an sti but i thought that was a little bit too far Um. it wasn't that bad but so anyway the answers are the answers are roger moore sean connery or pierce brosnan sean connery which one had the most sex or the I, i should say sex with the most number of partners sean connery Okay. I know we talked about it last time that you'd have to listen to his accent uh, and it would like turn you off, but no, I I think it's him. I was going to say Sean Connery too. He was Bond the longest, right? Uh, Two of them. I'm not going to answer that question. Sean Connery and one other dude each did seven movies. Uh, For the sake of the, for the sake of hoping to to try and not let Zach win, I'm going to say Roger Moore. Um, Yeah. Even though Sean Connery you know, had pussy galore. Pussy galore. I think, I think Roger Moore might be the winner here. All right. So, Sean, Con- I'll, I have the numbers here. Sean Connery, 
over the course of six films, had sex with 15 different women. I thought he did seven. What? <laughs> what? I thought he did seven movies. Roger Moore, over the course of seven films, Ooh. has slept with 19 women across those seven films, making him the sluttiest. most likely to have an STI. The SCA. sluttiest Bond. <laughs> No, it makes him. He is the one with the highest number of. Um, Dude, he was. There were so many movies that he was just hooking up with like four women a movie, and it's just like, what is going? Is he? Is he writing these too? Like, what is he doing? <laughs> I will say, I do wanna. I do wanna do a shout out to Pierce Brosnan though. He did have four films, and he slept with ten people across those four. So per movie, he's wow. he's probably the highest. He's the he highest. The per movie, I would think so because. Daniel Craig, I mean, you look at Skyfall, and he only slept with one person. Daniel Craig has six women in four films. He did float a lot with Money Penny. Though. Yeah. Oh, in yeah, Skyfall? but they never did anything. Yeah. They never did anything though. No. But he did. So for across uh, his slept with that four chick who, so like, far, got shot in the head right after. Oh, but that could change. Well, that was the girl I was talking about. But then I forgot the lady on the girl on the island. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. You think they banged in that shower before they were captured? Yeah, for sure. When he was doing that scorpion, yeah. When he was doing that yeah, scorpion. Yeah, the scorpion. Oh, We didn't yeah, even talk yeah. about that stupid scene. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we have it tied. Ben and Zach both uh, have a point here. Let's get a three-way tie real quick. We mentioned that James Bond is pretty bulletproof, Uh he doesn't really get shot often, as I said earlier. However, it's actually way more specific than that. There's actually only one movie other than this in which he has, prior to it, in which he was shot. So, which movie was that? Was it Live and Let Die, Moonraker, or Thunderball? Um, it's Thunderball. Any reason? I feel like I remember him being in the wetsuit. And he got shot underwater. Interesting. It was like he had like okay. a spear gun, and I feel like some dude shot him with an MP5. All right. Or maybe I made all that up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a video game sequence, but all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dylan it feels like something in Call of Duty. Uh, I'm gonna let Ben go because he also has a point. Oh, sure. Okay. That's fine. Wow, 24 movies. James Bond has been shot twice. Or in two of them, I guess. Yeah. Who knows yeah, if he got he's shot, been shot at a lot. He's been shot at a lot, by the way. Only been shot twice. Oh, man, he's been blown up a few times, but only God, shot twice. I'm really mad because I, I also think it's Thunderball, but I don't know whether or not to just lock I that feel in. Like or... you can do, picture do you, him do you like... think it was when he was in a wetsuit? With yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. You guys are making fun of Zach, but I legit think that's part of that movie. I feel and like it's I remember the... so many fucking times. He had like a bullet hole yeah, in his wetsuit. he shot in the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Thunderball. I'm going to be sad if it is, but I feel like it's a newer idea. And isn't Live and Let Die the the newest one on that list? I mean... Isn't that maybe. a Pierce Brosnan one? No, Live and Let Die is Roger Moore, bud. Fuck. Dude, I, I, I don't know anything about Bond. <laughs> Fucking James uh, Bond, bud. Also, Thunderball is one of my It's favorites. literally the song. It's the Live and Let Die is the one that fucking Paul McCartney and Wings did. And, uh, I think they were and making Kanye music West for and Rihanna. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> All right, what's um, the answer? Yeah, I'm going to go with a little more. Yeah, one more live and let die. <laughs> so I will say the answer I have marked down is Thunderball. So I think 
As long as it's marked correctly, you guys both did you Ben, did you also say Thunderball, right? I did, yeah, because right. I'm pretty sure I remember that moment. So good job. You guys are tied going. <laughs> but was in I right about the, the underwater spirit gun MP5? Scene? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. It was just on some <laughs> trivia area that I found it on. You'd have to look it up. God, if I dream sequence to this. This is a dumb one, and if this doesn't work out, I'll actually find one, but in this movie is, I think, actually the first time we learn James Bond's parents' names. I want you guys to both write down what oh. you think their parents' names are, and then whoever I think is the closest will win. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and just as, like, just as a thing, the, the mother's name does have two names, so if you're kind of close on both of those, you know... Like, there's two, like, they show the tombstone, and it's the father's name, and then the mother's name, and probably her maiden name before, like, in the middle. So I want you guys to write down what you think their names are, and then I, whoever is closest, I will, we will go with that. I hope somebody just writes Bond. <laughs> Mr. Bond, <laughs> Mrs. Bond. <laughs> so if this goes poorly, then I'll do something else, but oh, I think this is God. something that's interesting. They show the dad's tombstone, too, right before they go into the church? They show both. It, they're both on them. It's like a Oh, duel. but the dad's is, is on yeah, top. It's a dual, there's a well, I think it's left and right. But yeah, this is I think the one of the first if not the first time, one of the first times we actually see his parents' names in in the movies. So Alright. We're gonna fucking send it because yeah, I have no idea. I'm just gonna guess on the mom's name. Yep. Alright. So Zach, what do you think that their names are? I wrote down the dad's name was Adam and the mom's name was Evelyn. Okay. Ben? Uh, I had the dad's name as uh, Arthur, and the mom's name is Barbara. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> you guys are pretty close. Was it Adam um, and Barbara? No. Arthur and uh, Zach, what was yours again? <laughs> Adam and Evelyn. Okay. Uh, not a clue uh, on the mom. Not a clue on the mom. I'm going to go with Zach here because E is closer to M because her name is Monique. Whoa! Yeah, really? The, fir- the dad's the dad's name is Andrew, so you guys were pretty Aww. close on the A, uh, and then it was Monique Delacroix Bond was her name. So I'm gonna give this one to Zach. Holy he gets moly. it. I'm dominating when he's not By com- not completely getting it. He won. <laughs> Congratulations! I mean, <laughs> listen, I had a whole fever These dream about close. James Bond. These ones are always shot. closest without going over, you know. And I thought I'd spice up the format a little bit. So. We need to yeah, by making it completely subjective. <laughs> well, no. it didn't have to be subjective. If you were good at guessing, you loser. I'm, the letter so, I'm sorry. Real quick. Good at guessing, says the guy who got zero out of three. Right? <laughs> Maybe if you were good at I guessing, had, you, you know could have been in the been final fun. round. It would have been fun to have Dylan do it and then see what he did. Or have Dylan do it, and whichever you guys get is closest to Dylan's. Is God. I call right. shenanigans on all, all right. of it. Anyway, uh, Zach won this round. Congrats. Uh, I think we can move on. Feels like a very clean win. Let's go, boys. Two of us have seen this film. Two of us have it. So Cam and Ben will give us a nostalgia rating and an updated one, and then you'll get two fresh reviews from Zach and I. You guys go first and hurt me, please. Um, well, I'll go gentle. first and hurt you, I guess. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to mute my mic for you. I'll go next. And I well, already feel like I've gotten shot by some sort of assassin and also one of my close allies. But In do you have any but, bullets? Do you have any clue where though? Are we ever going to see it? Bend over. I'll show you where. 
You're going to pull the bullet out of your shoulder in a second. I hate James Bond. <laughs> I don't know. I For me, this movie was eye candy in the purest sense. Uh, Roger Deakins just shows off. Uh, Adele's song was a, a instant banger. Other than that, I don't know. It's a, it's a popcorn flick, but not for me. I don't know. I I hate the the ladies' man, like, can't be killed, like, cheesiness of these films, the, like, I'm going to explain my whole plot to you. Just the core of what James Bond is. Yeah, you know, like, we've already talked about that. Uh, and to stop me from just, like, rambling on about it uh it's a five out of ten for me you must have loved the cinematography to hate the movie but love the movie at a five out of ten yeah i mean have you seen the newest blade runner deacon's also shot that and it's up there with that for me like it's uh this is probably the best looking james bond movie i mean it's the best best looking one i've ever seen i mean yeah when the dp is i think 14 time nominated one time winner for best photography you know you, you get good work he's like dicaprio this movie, I feel like, had uh, two big problems. The biggest one, honestly, was the villain. This, like, way too well-prepared... I don't know. I, I haven't seen this done in James Bond before, so I guess they had to do it here. There's fucking, like, 25 of these movies, so they had to try everything. The the corny James Bond can't be killed stuff, I feel like it's a little overdone. We shouldn't show James Bond falling off you know, whatever, 100 feet, whatever it was from that train, landing head, like, let him land feet first. I'll believe it. But the movie looked amazing. I mean, the I liked a lot of the, the plot of the movie, how we got to see M more involved. That was a nice twist. Um, not my favorite James Bond, but I liked it enough that it, it inspired me to go and watch the rest of the Daniel Craig's. This is not Daniel Craig's best James Bond movie, but it's still fine. I gave it a 6 out of 10. So going into this movie, I had it at an 8 out of 10. I'm going to leave it there. This is, it's of James Bond movies. I feel like this movie does a lot of things well that kind of, it gives you a lot more kind of backstory into the character than most other movies do. Um, realistically, I think if, if you have just kind of the most basic knowledge about James Bond as a character... You can start with this movie, and I feel like you will come out knowing more about the character than if you watch any other James Bond movie. Um, and not just Bond himself, but, like, the world, I guess, that he is in. I, I just think from start to finish, like Dylan said, the movie's shot gorgeously. I, I like kind of the the trail we go on. I do think it's a little long. I think that's my one kind of deterrent from it like i would just kind of cut the whole him being captured and then he he plans like the perfect escape like he knew exactly what was going to happen in every single millisecond just do something a little bit more basic you could have saved like 20 minutes of the movie and i feel like it would have been fine um javier bardem does a good job he's believable as this kind of psycho but suave where you could have seen him being kind of a James Bond before James was there. Overall, I really liked it. I, I love this movie. I'm excited to see what they do with the next one. I, I left it at an 8 out of 10. Give it a watch. I think it's worth it. Is it a popcorn flick? Yes. 
all James Bond movies are pretty much popcorn flicks. That's the whole fucking point. Not every movie needs to be some cinematic tour de force. I want to watch a movie and be entertained. I will. Watch I didn't this use movie. that as a negative. I was no, no, no. just I'm not saying that. A, no, no, no. I'm not but a lot that, of people would. I'm. I'm not saying that directly towards what you said. I'm saying that because, because there's so many people that do that though. Like, oh, the Avengers. Oh, you liked that. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't cinema. Fuck you. Fuck you. That movie's a fucking masterpiece, and I don't care. I don't care that I don't have to sit there and and think about every little sense of mise en place and all this other shit sometimes i just want to be entertained and that's what this movie does and it does it very well ben's just gonna drop that fucking intro to film mise en place <laughs> on your ass real quick that was a intro to french cooking that's where i got that from oh actually yeah ben, ben meant mise en scene uh oh shit no mise en no is where you're no. cooking like mise en scene mise en scene edit it in edit it in <laughs> No, I look like a dumbass after I made this really smart point. I stand by what I said. Fuck you guys. Yeah, so Cam, what did you think about the mise-en-place of the film? <laughs> For me, in this movie, I, like Ben, gave it an 8 going in. Uh, however, when I first saw this movie, I don't think I fully appreciated the, I, in my opinion, the uh, fantastic mix of new ideas and old ideas and blending them um like i like this time around i loved the old callbacks to older bond films um those and that theme being interwoven throughout the movie uh like dylan said the cinematography was excellent um adele's theme song was really good uh and i think that this one it actually this one is to me the most emotional depth a bond movie has ever seen in any of them uh, and so for that reason, I actually bumped mine up to a nine. I thought this was a fantastic Bond movie. I'm not going to go into the whole popcorn flick thing because, like I said, this is a Bond movie. You're gonna ex- you have to expect these things going in, and if you don't like it, you're not going to like it, which is fine, which is fair. But if you do like it, this is one of the best Bond movies that has ever been made, in my opinion. So I I I, I give it a nine. If you enjoyed this, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram at Cocktails and Classics Pod. Check the show notes. Make the Vesper Martini or don't because it's not that good. Uh, buy some gin, vodka, Lille Blanc from Caskers and Drizzly. Buy some straws from Surfside Sips. Check us out next week as we watch Scream to kick off spooky season. And uh, holy crap, get ready to go to the movies. There's a bunch of big films coming. Including No Time to Die, out October 8th. Sky Falls on Hulu, if you want to get ready for that. And uh, as always, watch responsibly.